0: Different! Hello. This is Satine.
1: And this is Rob.
0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome back, welcome back. How are you, Rob? I'm good. (laughs) I'm
1: very, very busy. I feel bad. I haven't been playing as many games as I'd like to, just because work has been busy this last week. What have you been up to? Just, I mean, it's been uh, a lot of projects that are all due around the same time. Um, However, there is one thing in my my life that... uh, I am way into right now. I have recently fallen in love with AirPods, those goofy wireless earbuds from Apple.
0: Okay, yeah, so why? They are though?
1: wonderful. Like, well, it's why? crazy. What's
0: so different about them?
1: Um, okay, so I don't know what the deal is, but um, I don't know if it's the weight of the cable that's on the normal earbuds that come with the iPhone or what, except um, the regular ones don't stay in my ear very well, and they also hurt. Like, after a while, they just sort of hurt my ears uh and the airpods literally do not feel like there's anything in there like they're just really they just fit and they stay and i do the same thing that everybody does when you try them on for the first time which is just like throw my head around rapid fire like so a if crazy they fall person out or yeah like you know cuz everybody just walks around whipping their their head back and forth like a maniac of course um and uh they don't fall out it's crazy and if they did the music just sort of stops because it knows that one fell out, and it's like, oh, we stopped the music for you. Oh, and then, that's cool. Then you have a choice. You can either like double tap the other one to make everything resume, and it puts both channels into one ear, or you can pop the other one back in if it fell out, and everything resumes on its own. It's kind of cool.
0: See, I still have an iPhone 6 Plus, so I'm not that advanced.
1: Wait, but the AirPods would work on that. It's just a Bluetooth thing. Oh, I
0: thought it was specific to iPhone 7. No. no. But they come with no, 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 no.
1: They're extra. You have to buy oh. them. Then they're, they're crazy expensive. They were a Christmas slash birthday gift for me from Todd. Um, oh. But like they're they're really cool and I've synced them with my computer at this point and my iPad and my phone. Oh, um, cool. So it's, it's kind of nice just having like a little – and also just if I need to sort of do a quick little like in the middle of something, just oh, I need to listen to one thing on my computer really fast, I just pop one ear in. And yeah. like no one even really sees it. I listen to what I need to, and then I'm turning off and put them back in their little case.
0: What are the um, earbuds that come with the iPhone Seven? Then they're just the just same
1: regular old earbuds. Oh, but except they have a lightning bolt connector instead of the three and a half millimeter one. I see. So um, it's a
0: completely different company.
1: No, no, it's still Apple. They're just wireless.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. anyway, they're really neat.
1: As I, not to suddenly become that guy who's hawking, you know, products at people, but uh, I have to say. Uh, You should go, if you're interested at all, you should go to an Apple store because even if they don't have them for sale, because when we ordered them, uh, there was a six week delay to get them. Um, But if you think you might be interested, go to the Apple store and they usually have units available to demo Hmm. and they're really cool. Todd and I were both on the fence until we tried them out.
0: Okay. I typically don't listen to music with earphones or earbuds or any of that. If I'm listening to music, it's usually in my room with. The speaker on my phone yeah, yeah. or or my bows or whatever, but um, that's cool, yeah, good to it's, know.
1: It's a fun little uh thing that yeah, kind of is making life that much better. Yeah, so an update on my car. Oh,
0: there is no update, none, none. Um, I took it in on, f- I took it in. Well, that's an update, so
1: f- kind of, I mean, yeah,
0: and um, I have a rental which is a brand new red GLA SUV Mercedes, which Holy I am shit. obsessed with it. It is <laughs> gorgeous. and That's a good
1: rental. Jesus.
0: I, well, they were going to put me in a, a new um, Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I used to drive a Jeep Grand Cherokee, so I was like, okay, I could deal with that, but then I remembered that they changed the body, and so it's not like driving a Suburban. Oh, or Escalade rather than like, and I was like, I told him, I said, I cannot drive this. I think
1: I'll hit somebody. Well, and if you have to park on the street still.
0: Yeah. And when you get a rental, you're supposed to have a car that basically mimics what you're driving. I mean, I can't go from a sedan to a freaking Escalade. It just doesn't make any sense. So um, they gave me the Mercedes and I'm loving it. Uh, and on top of that, the enterprise guy who rented me the car was so fucking cute <laughs> and i was just like falling into his eyes as he was talking to me and i think he was falling into my eyes too because the next day he called me up really and asked me if he i like my rental but oh. to me that means hey you want to go on a date yeah you read between <laughs> those lines you make it happen
1: yes i read between the lines for sure um well it's, it's funny actually that feels like it's a little bit of a segue to the next thing even um because yeah rent- renting a car i find that um, I always want to rent a car that I would like to drive, yeah. but it seems like more often than not, um, whenever I rented a car, I rented a car that I would never drive, uh-huh. ever, um, because every year I used to go to the Dice Awards for work, and yeah. we always had to drive a ton of equipment and people, so we would always rent.
0: Wait, th- they didn't fly you well, out, first the, the, class? Oh, God, no. no. no the, the, <laughs> there's a,
1: there was so much equipment anyway, I, we actually considered flying one year, and we were like, you know what, I just don't want to deal with checking A bunch of c-stands and lights and just and we have so much gear yeah um, and it's
0: not it's like a five hour drive so yeah and like piece of cake
1: yeah flying a bunch of sandbags doesn't really seem like a really good use of anything when we just drive everything so um i always rented either a suburban or like a yukon or one some giant seven-seater monster suv yeah and um just to give you an idea of what i typically drive i drive an acura rsx which fits my three rules of a car for me which needs to be sunroof Mm -hmm. no more than two doors Mm -hmm. and I need to be able to see over the top of it standing flat-footed on the ground okay why why that uh, I like a car that's low to the ground that's pretty much the easiest way for me to say like is the car shorter Mm -hmm. than five foot four I'll consider it then because I I just like a car where you know the closer you're to the ground the faster it feels like you're going and I like a a zippy kind of thing yeah I I really love that much to Todd's Chagrin
0: I, I agree
1: Um, Oh, another thing I did
0: was I went to the trans rally at the Black Mm. Cat, which is this um, bar, which used to be like a a meeting ground for huge rallies for um, social justice back in the day. And there's a whole history behind the Black Cat um, Lounge, if anybody wants to look it up. I'll probably put some history up on our uh, Twitter.
1: I think it was just given historical landmark status, right? It has a plaque now.
0: Uh, somebody was talking about something like that, but it was kind of hard to hear. I came in later, so I didn't really get to hear the whole spiel on what was going on. But, um, the bathroom bill has become a situation with Mm. trans people, as we all know in this country, and giving the power to the states is a really bad idea, and because, as we know, the world is bigoted, so that is a really bad thing that's happening to trans people right now and once again we are being um segregated against and um so dealing with that so we had a rally and i got to see a lot of friends there and we were all supporting it it was pretty big that's good yeah so so if if you're out there and just you know show your support and post a little cute thing that says you support trans rights and that'd be nice <laughs> yeah that's that's the only political thing i am going to say but
1: no, that's an important, it's important one though. For that me. is that is a big um it's a big scary development recently. So yeah. Uh, I, it's definitely worth uh, worth talking about.
0: Yeah. So um I have a new dictionary.com word of the week. Ooh, and what is that? This one's scapegrace. Scapegrace. Yes, scapegrace. It means a complete rogue or a r- uh, rascal. A habitually unscrupulous person.
1: Hmm. Kind of a cool, I've never heard that. You hear Scapegoat all the time. Yeah, but, but never Scapegrace. Scapegrace. Interesting. That,
0: I feel like that could be a class in Diablo. Like instead <laughs> of the robe, the Scapegrace. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. So, so um, speaking of Diablo, what are you playing right now?
0: Uh, well, Rob got me Diablo 3 on a flash sale because he said I really needed to play it. So I have it and I'm obsessed with it. I played for seven straight hours as... The witch is it a witch class or a wizard class? The same thing, sorceress. I think a sorceress class. I'm not
1: sure, like, I think I am a demon hunter. Which, um, the only way I can ever describe him is that he looks like a teenage Screamo version of Lestat from Queen of the Damned, sort of like he looks Uh like he would be a. Uh, in a screamo band and, and go and there'd be stuff with his face at Hot Topic. Like A card or something. Yeah, it's he's yeah. very, you know, yeah, emo but also kind of hip, I guess. Um yeah. I think that's who I am, the demon hunter. Okay. That's that's cool.
0: Well, so what are your powers? Like what do you do?
1: Uh he has um oh god, it's been a while. Like I have a thing where I can throw it out on the ground that like slows everybody in a radius as they pass through it. And also um I have this sort of like total barrage of arrows mm. that um uses hatred to fuel it so oh um
0: what a nice weapon hatred
1: right? yeah like, I have hatred arrows <laughs> and um so yeah it's um yeah i haven't played in a while though so i'm glad that like yeah once you get well we need to compare our level numbers and sort of see where we're at so we can start doing the co-op together and just yeah. sort of you know have a little bit of uh Go with that because I want to finish that one.
0: Yeah, I added the um. There's this add-on to my character, and they're the wings from Overwatch mm. from that character from Mercy. Mercy, yeah. So you can add the the her wings to your character. So what? my sorceress has gorgeous wings that kind of span out. Oh
1: shit! Now I'm gonna have to fire up Diablo and see what good stuff I can get from uh, Overwatch yeah, in there.
0: Right. I wonder awesome. what else they've added.
1: Well, and like and Diablo is interesting because that game has been out for a couple years now, and um, they've decided that I think every year in January they're going to support it with some sort of additional content and mm. what they did this last year which I didn't get a chance to play it was they recreated all of Diablo 3 or sorry Diablo one uh mm. in Diablo 3 Gotcha. with like a retro filter for the imagery and stuff like they they did the entire sort of first games dungeon as like a freebie for the month then huh. way as like a free patch
0: well, that's cool yeah so. What? Yeah, it's kind of neat. So, are you playing anything else aside from Diablo three? Um, I'm playing the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon oh, Wow the beta. Yeah, so I played about five hours of that with um a bunch of kids who were <laughs> loving on me, I, yeah. which was nice. But um, yeah, I really I liked it. It's um it's very fast paced. It's it reminds me of you know it's open world, so kind of like. Grand Theft Auto, I guess you could say, or any of those games, really, where you can um, take over uh, a small army, you can build um, alliances, you can fly, you can drive vehicles, um, there's an assortment of weapons, you can change your character's look. and um, Yeah, so I really like it, and this one's whole based around a whole drug cartel. So in um, Bolivia.
1: I got a chance to play um, the game at E3, this oh, last yeah, year, what do you think? and I had a great time. At the time, it was a little uh, rocky looking, like not everything looked really finished. But I mean, yeah. you're playing an early build of a game at E three, yeah. Um, but I got to play it with a couple of coworkers with uh, a Ubisoft staff member, sort of looking over our shoulders, sort of coaching us to not What's... suck so hard, yeah. And um, we just had a ton of fun. I don't know if I can really commit to the game. When it comes out, just because yeah. I feel like you need a party, like a people you know, yeah, to really team up and, and I was, cooperate. I was really
0: bad at aiming in that game too. Like you have to be dead on, and fuck. If, <laughs> if there's one thing I am bad at is accuracy. But like I need a spread weapon. You need a shotgun. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun when we played eighty three. Though it was it was great for that time.
0: Yeah. I um yeah another thing that's really close to Grand Theft Auto is that if you make enough ruckus like the military comes after you kind of like the cops come after you and then you know the secret service and everybody comes after you so there were a lot of um things that
1: corresponded nice so yeah i liked it though
0: i recommend it excellent it was smooth and pretty and yeah
1: i need to make a point to play the demo or the beta before it goes away so i can collect whatever free in-game items they throw at you when you play the actual game later because oh thanks for playing the beta have some free stuff yeah totally you got to take advantage of all the betas just in case yeah uh,
0: they might give you some freebies you can sure. hoard
1: some good digital crap
0: yeah totally
1: <laughs> yeah because yeah. like in for honor uh, one of the coolest things was as soon as i signed into my UPlay account uh, or club ubisoft whatever it's called now Um, They were like, oh, hey, you can customize your in-game emblem and flag or whatever, your Mm -hmm. banner, um, with this from Watch Dogs 2 or Assassin's Creed, Syndicate, or, you know, just all these different Ubisoft games I've played. Like, Steep. And, uh, I mean, because at this point, I think I've played every Ubisoft game in the last probably probably five, six years, uh, with the exception of rainbow six siege yeah like i worked on a trailer for that uh-huh. game and so i played some of it then but obviously i didn't uh, get to play it um at release yeah to uh build up my my own personal UPlay play account on that one but um yeah it's like every single far-, far cry game every assassin's creed i play all the ubisoft stuff so yeah and um, like the, the division like there's all sorts of like free little emblems for for honor oh, so i sweet. have to do ghost recon just so i can do that yeah
0: oh cool <laughs> i mean heck yeah you better collect everything you can because why not if it's totally. free it's free yeah what have you been playing
1: um i've been really bad and then um, i've been just yeah like, i had long days at work so i've been coming yeah. home and then to relax i've been playing neo which makes no sense because the game is very stressful yes i was going to say that's um, quite
0: the opposite of relaxation
1: although the nice thing is it's um is cool to sort of just uh offer your sort of bat signal to help somebody uh, because then you can go into their game, help them out. If you fail, it, you fail, fail. Yeah, it's no, no, doesn't most, hurt you at all. Yeah, it's no sweat off my sack. It's just <laughs> uh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it is, it is a great uh, <clears throat> sort of chance to sort of get better and practice and hopefully guide some people to some things like. It's really great when you go into somebody's game and they're running off in the direction towards the boss, and you see something that they should be collecting. And you're and like, "Hey, them. go and back so, and get this!" And like you yeah. have you have uh, gestures that you can do, and one of them is a whistle. And so, like, I'll stand in front of something and just whistle sometimes until they come over and hope your they way. Come back over. Yeah, but if they go to the boss, it instantly teleports you to the boss, which is nice because I want to say in like Dark Souls. Two and three if someone enters a boss room it just says at the bottom like they've challenged the area boss and it's up to you to haul <laughs> ass to that boss and save them or help you know uh uh-huh. and so uh in neo it's nice that it just teleports you there um i've also done a little bit of dark souls too since i have the digital version now just to sort of get back into it yeah because i want to play the dlc I know that Travis is playing it right now with a friend, and so I'm hoping to join them when they hit the DLC. Oh, um, I need to get on that. Yeah, and the way I've been playing it is I've just been throwing down my summon sign and helping people. Um, I've been pretty much farming for souls by helping people beat the last boss over and over and over, hmm. which has been kind of fun since I have a little experience with that. So yeah. it's, it's been fun to, to join in with that. Um, but yeah, just because time is not on my side this week, um, I've been playing two games on my phone that are kind of dumb right i'm playing niko atsume which is the game where you are putting food and toys out in your front yard for neighborhood cats and okay. so the whole goal is just to get different cats in your yard. It's really strange. I can't really explain what's appealing about it, except I've been playing it for weeks at this point. Hey, I love pussy, so. <laughs> mm. And then um, another one is called Hidden Folks, which is like a cute, it looks like a hand-drawn style Where's Waldo kind of thing. And it... Um, and it's like a hidden picture kind of thing where you have to find certain things on this huge image that's moving a little bit, and then okay. every time you tap on stuff, it does um, sound effects that are clearly just somebody doing it with their mouth. So, like if you open up the menu, you hear like, beep, 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 beep. like it's all just someone going beep, beep, beep. like it's just noises. So weird. It's very cute and very charming. Um, it's uh... how
0: did you find both of these games? Okay,
1: so Niko Atsume, a lot of friends of mine played about probably six months ago and i would see people looking i'm like what is that They're like oh it's my yard i have some cats visiting right now and oh I was like, that sounds so cute though like and, the little tamagotchi cats yeah, and then they tell me what the name of the game was and because it was two japanese words of course i never fucking remembered what it was and then i finally uh, came across it later and i was like i need to download it now before i forget so i did and then um hidden folks uh got written up by like i want to say kataku polygon destructoid it got a lot of coverage in the last like two weeks okay and um that's so how figured, you
0: found from the reviews? Yeah.
1: So I figured Sweet. I'd just, And people were just talking about how charming it was. So I was like, you know what? I'll maybe give I'll it have th- to try it. Yeah. I don't
0: really like any mobile games, so maybe I'll like these. Well,
1: I, my, my old phone was so small storage-wise. Oh. Uh, I had a 16-gig iPhone, so I didn't put any games on it because there was just no room. Yeah. And so I had a rule that all iOS games, I could only play on my iPad. Mm. Um, and so I didn't really play that many Uh but now that I have a phone with so much storage, because I made a point to get a big phone. might as phone. well fill it up. Right? So now I'm actually trying out games for a minute on my phone. And if I like them, often I'm deleting them from the phone and installing them on the iPad. Cool. So I have a more permanent or a, a bigger screen and all that.
0: Yeah. It's
1: a little more impressive. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I have been playing Overwatch again. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason I was like, okay, I need to give it another chance is because it won Game of the Year at the Dice Awards. Yes, it did. And I was like, okay, if it's that impressive to the world, I need to really pay attention when I play it this time and just don't pass it off because I want to pl- go back to playing um, Uncharted for multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, I need to give it a moment, take it in, and I'm actually really liking it. And I played it f- today for about three Three hours. What level are you at in Overwatch? I think like nine. No, I'm on ten now. Okay.
1: Level ten. So it's you know, I'm
0: very early on. Yeah, you're
1: pretty like I'm still level twenty four. Like I'm not at twenty-five yet. And twenty-five is what you need to play competitive. Okay. Because whenever they do competitive seasons.
0: I don't know if I'm if I'm
1: yeah, well. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I am. Um, I found a new character that I really love, and that is Reaper. Really? Okay. Love Reaper. I like Reaper. I just too. go in and fire. No, mm-hmm. he he has such good damage output. Like, yeah. And you know, then if you need to escape really
1: fast, you can turn into the shadow and yep. Peace out. Reaper. I mean, I think the first character I really played as was Soldier Seventy Six, who they kind of pitch as the beginner's character because he plays like a lot of first-person shooter mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second one was Reaper. Hmm. I also like
0: the, um, the robot with the
1: bird. Oh, Bastion. Yeah. Bastion.
0: He's good too. He is good. Cause you just Gatling gun your way. You just find a good spot and just go to town. Well, and if
1: you can get like a Reinhardt in front of you or a Mercy behind you. Uh-huh. Protect your ass. Yeah. Or boost your damage, uh, depending if you're fully healed up, like you can really, you can fuck some shit up Yeah, him, which is fun. Like some of my favorite stuff is like to be on the payload as Bastion in his turret mode as the payload is moving and then just have like oh, either a mercy smart. healing you or like a Reinhardt with a shield blocking you. That's um, a
0: damn good plan. It's,
1: it doesn't always work out, but it's, it's really fun when it happens. Um, I don't play as Bastion as much as I used to, but, um, he's pretty fun though.
0: Uh, I want to play with, cause I know you have a group of friends you play with. So I want to do next time. Next
1: time I see them all on there, we gotta, yeah, make it happen.
0: Bring me in. Um, yeah.
1: So, yeah, the Dice Awards. Um, yes.
0: So, t- you tell me, because you have a lot of experience with the Dice Awards, so you give your little history on it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. So, the history uh, for me on the Dice Awards is that for the last, um, what, four years? And so, everything, like, for the last four years, not counting this Dice Awards that just happened, um, I was one of the producers of all of the video content that was seen on all the screens. So, we made all the uh, nomination and winner packages uh, and... Did that whole shtick? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no longer at the company that makes that anymore, um, but I still love the Dice Awards, and I always used to go there and interview everybody um, for on behalf of the Academy. Um, and uh, it was a really great opportunity, and it was really like it's I, the the awards is mm-hmm. a very special place in my heart. And um,
0: what a bummer you couldn't go this year. Well,
1: la- yeah, last year I was the I was the voice of God uh, in the actual award room so i was the one that um you know did the whole uh please welcome so and so to the stage presenting the next award kind of thing whenever the host wasn't doing it mm-hmm. and so um yeah a lot of people got to hear me uh enthusiastically announcing who people were which was really fun and, and you have such a great voice for that too oh, thank you it was it was a uh, nerve-wracking and terrifying because it was all live but it was really fun uh, yeah
0: I uh, and
1: um i was originally uh sort of on the, the list to, to do it again this year, but I was not able to just due to other commitments, which um, broke my heart a little bit. Um, that was a bummer, but... Uh,
0: but I did hear your voice.
1: Yeah. Because okay. I did watch the awards. Luckily, I still got to be in it, um, because for the last couple of years, um, for the uh, Technical Impact Award and the Hall of Fame Award and the Pioneer Award, they tend to make these um, two-minute sort of uh, video packages talking about who it is and why they're winning and um usually that's a a thing where um to sort of get a little bit of a break of your normal sort of movie trailer announcer voiceover guy who does a lot of the you know the nominees are like that whole thing mm-hmm. um often i would fill in and do those things for the um the hall of fame and pioneer awards and um this year i still got like there was only one of those this year and it was the hall of fame award for todd howard uh, the yeah. you know for Fallout and and um Skyrim, Skyrim and, uh, yeah Elder yeah, Scrolls just you know Todd Howard yeah. out Bethesda, yeah. and um so yeah I still got to at least contribute to that so I was still in the show for a minute which was really really fun to yeah. get to contribute and still be involved because yeah I was definitely watching because I oh, that's an award show I never really miss
0: yeah that's so fucking cool and you've loved doing that stuff like.
1: You wanted to be... Oh, I wanted to be there so badly.
0: Yeah. But and you always wanted to host a show. So, I mean, shit. You got a whole... <laughs> you got. I mean, there's so many people in that room. It's like a real show. It's
1: awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Dice Awards, though, was, it, was a good, it was a good show. And, and Overwatch deserved to win Game of the Year. It really did. Like, that was not uh, an upset. That was a like, really great sort of thing.
0: I mean, I was on the fence because you know where my heart lies. Well, and, and
1: actually, I guess it was the only upset really is that every time Naughty Dog has been nominated, they usually tend to win almost all of their stuff. Like I still think about the year that The Last of Us was nominated and they won like nine of their 11 nominations. They yeah. won. And one of the ones that they lost, they lost to themselves. Because Joel and Ellie were both nominated for character performance, uh-huh. and Ellie won, and
0: Ellie won. Yeah, and
1: so like they still won that category, even though that was technically a loss for them as well.
0: <laughs> that's so funny, though. See,
1: they used yeah, to that's sweep.
0: even um. Uh, what's Todd? What's Howard? Todd Howard? He was saying the um he tends to put games out when Naughty Dog doesn't. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: like I want to say Naughty Dog has won uh, for probably Uncharted two, Uncharted three, The Last of Us. And um, Uncharted 4 not winning game of the year, I think, was uh, a little bit of a surprise just because they usually do win.
0: And I still can't believe this is the last Nathan Drake game. Yeah, I mean... I I didn't... I thought, oh, maybe that was just a rumor or something they were saying just to like... But, I mean, the creators at the awards, they said, hey, this is the last Nathan Drake game. There's not going to be another. This is it. And I was like, really, though? That's such a... Fine that's a finite wall of like no more.
1: Well it's crazy. It it is it is kind of um strange to think about that um I mean like mm-hmm. the creator of the character, uh Amy Hennig, she left to go work for um oh god, she's making the Star Wars game for EA.
0: Oh yeah. So like the creator yeah, of the I character, that. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh Neil Druckmann, uh creator of um Last of Us, he took over and finished Uncharted Four and like directed it. Um So uh, he sort of took another person's character and, you know, kind of finished the series, I think. Yeah. Um, But it is interesting, though, that uh, Naughty Dog, if you look at their track record, they've never had a game go across two console generations ever. Yeah. Um, Because they did what? Um, Oh, God, Naughty Dog. They did uh, Crash Bandicoot for uh playstation PlayStation one and it was their
0: huge mascot yeah
1: and then they did jack and daxter for jet for playstation 2 i remember yeah and then they created uncharted and then by the time the playstation 3 was done they had done three uncharted games they did the last of us and then when the new platform started now there's going to be sequels to both or you know there was uncharted 4 and there will be last of us 2 um and so and then
0: of course they're doing a new chloe game yes yeah like it's
1: just dlc though isn't it
0: Yeah, but it is a whole separate game, though, too. It'll
1: be like a little mini campaign. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see them uh, span two console generations because Naughty Dog typically tends to sort of reset when they go to the the next gen.
0: Yeah, but I can't live without the Uncharted. (laughs) I just can't. I don't want to. It's like if you took Mass Effect away from me. It's just... I don't believe it. But anyhow, um, I'm going to go over the winners at the Dice Awards and the categories just really fast, like the major ones. So Game of the Year, Overwatch. Outstanding Achievement and Game Direction was Inside, which you love. I love it. Um, outstanding Achievement on Online Gameplay is Overwatch. That makes total sense. Game Design, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Handheld of the Year, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Have you played that? I have not. I'm not a Pokemon guy. I
1: I sort of just missed that boat. The only one I really yeah. played is Pokemon Go.
0: Yeah, I I dated a guy who is obsessed with Pokemon, and I just never. Yeah, I missed that boat. Just like I missed Sailor Moon hmm. growing up. Like I was like the Tiny Toons generation, and I was not really animaniacs. That was like my cutoff, oh. and that was more of my brother. Yeah, because I was animaniacs. Yeah, uh, and I that feel makes like sense.
1: Pokemon missed me by like a year or two. Yeah. Um. Like it just barely missed it. Yeah. But still. So, um,
0: strategy, civilization six, Uh, sports steep. That was a bit of a surprise.
1: Normally FIFA wins that one. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to see like an extreme sports title. That's like the first of its, uh, IP show up and win.
0: That's pretty great. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, Interested to play it, because I haven't really played a sports game in a long time, but I remember on, I think it was the N64, there was a really cool snowboarding 1080 game. 1080 snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll like steep. <laughs> uh, RPG massive on, uh, multiplayer game of the year was Dark Souls 3.
1: Yay. Dark Rock. Souls finally won something at the DICE
0: Awards. yeah <laughs> So good. Uh, fighting game of the year, which I was really surprised was Street Fighter five. Only because I had such high hopes, and then I—I I guess it let so many people down. Well, and I—I want to say this is the second;
1: it might have been the second year it was nominated. I'm not sure. I don't really remember what happened last year with it, but um, it's interesting because like fighting games can be like, a handful of games can be nominated like across multiple years if there's new enough content to sort of warrant a sort of thing. As
0: if it's a brand new game, yeah.
1: And so, Street mm-hmm. Fighter Five, it, maybe it wasn't nominated last year. I don't really recall, but um, I know that. With a rocky launch, it found its footing and people are way into it now. And They're like into it's it now. more happening. Like the competitive thing is happening better with it. And, you know. I did
0: play a little bit of it at um, one of the cons and I thought it was fun. Yeah. I sucked at it, but <laughs> I thought it was fun. There's so. a couple
1: people I know, uh, including a coworker, play it competitively. So I okay. went into it.
0: Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I cannot wait for. Uh, the new DC one, Gods oh, Among Us. Yeah, Injustice, Injustice 2. Injustice 2.
1: Yeah. Well, and like, <sighs> I got to say, I mean, I, I fully respect uh, Street Fighter for being such a well-balanced fighter because it is made for competitive, mm-hmm. but there's something so fun about the Netherworld or Realm Studios games like Mortal Kombat and Injustice because they just, they're so flashy and fun to watch. Like, I love those games because they're yeah. just really, I mean, they're not the most balanced. They're not. But they're they're really great. They're really fun. and you love all the characters, yeah. And they have the funniest little
0: um, little remarks that they make and mm-hmm. little intros. Yeah, I'm into it. Family game of the
1: year was Ratchet and Clank, which was fantastic. Yay! So which good. I did watch that movie. Uh, well, how was it? Two days ago, not great. Not great. I was bummed because I love the characters and I I love the games. But um, you're better off playing that game that just won than Rather watching than watching the movie. the movie. It's a better version of it. Oh, so the
0: movie is kind of a recap of the game.
1: Yeah, like the it's, it's weird. The movie is sort of a retelling of the first game, and then the game is the sort of tie-in to the movie. <laughs> so it's oh. it's the game based on the movie, based on the game. I think that's what
0: they did with um, the the Tom Clancy one. The one that just came out. There's a movie that you can watch on Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a half-hour movie, live oh, the, action. The
1: Division had a also had a like a live-action sort oh. of uh, short film.
0: Yeah, same thing. I guess it, tie- it ties in the game and gets you familiarized with
1: like what's happening in that world. Smart.
0: Yeah. Uh, technical achievement. Uncharted Four.
1: Totally well deserved. Yes. That game did magic with the PlayStation Four hardware.
0: Achievement and story. Uncharted Four.
1: All right, that one I think should have gone to to Firewatch, but well, you know, it's okay. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah, Firewatch. Yeah. Uh, sound design, Battlefield One, which Dice, very satisfying sound effects in that one. Dice always <laughs> wins that. Last year they won it
1: for Battlefront.
0: And uh, music, Doom. Which seriously, it,
1: yeah, it no, gets your adrenaline pumping. No one else need even need to like consider winning that thing. Dice or Doom had to win it
0: yeah uh do i think i like overwatch's music too it's great yeah but um that doom soundtrack though oh it's so good yeah um achievement in character this was a surprise trico from the last guardian
1: which the uh, cat dog yep cat dog bird thing yeah Uh, because seriously like that um that's a character that's a thing that usually goes to the, the big dramatic performance And to give it to a non-speaking character that is completely AI is um, pretty cool. Like, that was a really, um, it was interesting to see Trico take that one.
0: Yeah, and you know what, Uh, Trico is, has like a life of its own. I mean, that character is. It it feels like it's a living character.
1: The character is alive by the time the game is done. Yeah, seriously. It's like your pet. It is a well-deserved win because that one was interesting. Uh,
0: animation, Uncharted 4. I'm just going to go through them really fast. Cool. The Spirit Award, Inside...
1: Oh, the Sprite Award.
0: Or, oh, oh my
1: God, sorry. The Sprite Award. Yes. What is the Sprite Award? The Sprite, Sprite Award is um, usually... It's pretty much like the Indie Award. Oh, it's, see,
0: that's why I said Spirit. Yeah, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's very independent. Yeah, so like it's usually more about... It's about the game that has um, sort of limited resources or a smaller team kind of standing up and kicking ass.
0: Cool. Adventure Game, Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Yes. Action Game, Overwatch. Mobile game Pokemon Go, and um, this was immersive reality was Eagle
1: Flight. Yes, and well, there was another. Is there another one in there? The super hot VR. Oh one. yeah, that one VR. I skipped um, over that because yeah, those <laughs> are the two new categories they added: was immersive and, and VR. And VR. Um,
0: I didn't know any of the VR, so oh,
1: I yeah. Well, it's like super hot. Um, is I've not played the VR game yet. Actually, I haven't even played the regular game of it. I bought the regular game, but um.
0: There I'm was Eagle it. Flight for VR, Super Hot, uh, I Expect You to Die, The mm-hmm. Lab, and Job Simulator. Yeah. Oh, I
1: did play Job Simulator. That one's mm-hmm. funny. And I Expect You to Die is really great because it has this sort of like 60s Bond kind of uh, super spy mm-hmm. element thing, which is great. Um, and The Lab is only for the Vive on the PC, but it uses the Aperture Laboratories uh, layout kind of stuff that um, Portal made famous. It's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's it was a it's a good good Dice Awards. I do feel like Overwatch deserved all those wins. So it was nice to see someone give uncharted a run for its money, but even then they tied both with four wins. Yeah. So. I I thought they could have um a couple more categories though. Yeah, what we'll would say what would you like to
0: see? Uh best costume design? Okay. In a video game? I personally would have given it to Dishonored 2. Oh yeah. Because I love the fact that they're actually wearable fashion but it's still futuristic but it looks militant. What
1: I'm I'm curious. I I didn't look at the nomination list that closely. Was Dishonored 2 nominated for anything? Nothing. Cuz like that game got a ton of nominations for Dishonored 1 and its art style is Stunning. unparalleled. Like yeah. no other game looks like that. I don't remember it being
0: nominated for anything. Wow. Yeah. So what else? Uh best gear, like weaponry. Okay. And I chose Doom because of the mm. BFG and the
1: chainsaw, you know, the old faithfuls. Yeah, like, I feel like Doom, like, and the, the only thing that would true. give it a run for its money be Ratchet and Clank.
0: Oh, yeah. Or, or anything, from in, anything from
1: Insomniac, because, like, Sunset Overdrive, Ratchet and Clank, even Resistance. Good call. Those guns, Insomniac knows guns. Like, they just, their guns are really fun.
0: Yeah. I also, um, another one I was thinking of was Titanfall 2. I like their oh, yeah. weapons also. Totally. And of course, the Titans, yeah, is a they weapon. Their
1: weapons unto themselves. So hello. Um,
0: and then the other category I'd like to see is like an LGBTQ-friendly
1: game, mm. like you know, and which does the Glad Awards do anything like that for interactive, or do they just stick to sort of TV and film?
0: I don't think they
1: have, but maybe they should. They they definitely should. I mean, even just with spoiler alert for anyone who has not played the DLC for The Last of Us, even like the sort of uh, revelation of, of ellie you know like with yeah. her relationship with her friend yeah I mean, so
0: cute yeah and
1: like and even then i th- it's weird i feel like that that scene i don't know if it's if it's actually making ellie really gay or if it's just um just because showing, they're kids Yeah, just and showing their relationship yes like because that, that doesn't intimacy mean anything as
0: children and being close to each yeah. other yeah and like
1: but that was oh god seriously like that um that dlc even though you know how it ends, just. If you played the main game, you know how it ends. Uh-huh. Uh, it still like ripped my heart out and fed it to me. It was so good.
0: Yeah, that was really good. Um, I was thinking because that was well, that was last year, so that wouldn't even count for this two year. Years ago, two years
1: ago. Yeah. I, I thought for this year, Overwatch because mm-hmm. of Tracer. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when everyone was talking about, like, a character is going to be outed. Uh, and, of course, I was just going, Hanzo, 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 with my fingers oh, crossed. Oh, so hot. Right? You're but, so correct. But um, it turns out it ended up being Tracer. Uh, and, of course, a lot of people thought oh, it was going to be Zarya just because she's a pretty butch woman. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we don't know much about Zarya at this point. is um,
0: the Russian woman? Yes. With the pink hair? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. But, yeah, like, for Tracer to be the the one. And, of course, Twitter freaked out about the outing of a fictional character because Twitter is a uh, often a cesspool.
0: Yeah, and I think the biggest complaint was that because we didn't really have a backstory on Tracer and so many people enjoyed her so much, they've already created their own identities in her. Mm-hmm. And so they saw themselves in her. And then when she came out as gay, they somehow it ruined everything. And I'm like, she's still the same
1: character. Yeah, and she's, and she's their character too determine her backstory yeah
0: and that's a good life lessons for just anybody like if somebody comes out in your family it's still the same damn person yeah who the hell cares who they're dating yeah
1: she's still adorable and powerful and if you're playing against her infuriating yeah oh my gosh (laughs) and she has those rapid fire little pistols I'm amazed how quickly she kills me I'm always just like
0: god Damn it! I yeah. swear today, like three times in a row, was her, and I was just like, "Who is this character with the pistols?" Because I, you know, I haven't played it that much, so it's still I'm still getting used to whose weapons who. Yeah, and I figured it out I was like, "Fucking tracer, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker." So, um, yeah. Uh, another really cool thing that happened this week was Netflix revealed its Castlevania poster. Yes. And that looks dope. I'm glad you remembered to talk about this
1: because I keep forgetting how excited I am about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It looks just like the castle from the original one or like um, Symphony of the Night, which was my favorite Castlevania That's,
1: game. I'm, I, I hope it's good. I so hope it's good just because, you know, so many video game movies and TV shows are not. Yeah. So um, I just hope that they don't Go super into the video game enough to make it like a good show, but also make it pay off for the fans.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm kind of confused at the direction that the story is supposed to go.
1: I haven't read too much up on it, so like I'm a little I don't know card. what
0: character it's supposed to follow. Um, I I hope Alucard is in it because he's my favorite. So I'm really curious. Yeah, I see how that
1: goes. Um, anything else? Well, okay, so uh, last night um, you were missed. We went oh. over to uh, your brother's house for yeah. some board gaming.
0: I know. I was so sad. I was filming something.
1: Well, that's good. That's that's yeah. worthwhile, I guess, for missing game night. Yeah. Um, we ended up playing a game, um, which uh, I, it's funny talking about a game. I, I realize now it's not really available to buy unless you are willing to part with quite a bit of money. It's called Hero Quest. Um, and it was from I think Milton Bradley from 1989 or 1990 and like a complete set of it sells for about three or $400 at this point. Like they are not, it's not a cheap game to get because it's sort of a collector's item. How did, how did you all get it? Uh, I think Travis just had
0: it. He's had it since like that long ago? Probably. I don't, I don't know the full story. Qu- oh, with the Dungeons and Dragons looking? Yeah. Oh, see, I remember playing that with him when we were kids. <laughs> so
1: he was uh, Zargon, I think, or something like that, which is like the dungeon master. The dragon? He was or... the one controlling all the enemies. Uh-huh. Um, and we, did, we did two quests, and um, I was uh, the wizard named Gladstone. And we had Mitchell the dwarf, and um, I don't remember. Mitchell. Oh, we had Doc the elf, because the picture of him looks like Doc Brown, and then um, the barbarian, Uh, Todd named, uh, the Barbara from Uh, a, from an SNL sketch, because we always referred to the barbarian as Barb or Barbie or Mm -hmm. the Barbara. And so, um, it was, it was fun. We ended up, we, we survived or we, did you beat Travis? We beat him both times. Um, but, uh, the second time, unfortunately the Barbara did die before Um. we got there, but it was, um, it was real close both times. Like they were nail biters. It was fun.
0: Yeah, we didn't even know how to play that game as kids. Like we involved, we just like the little characters. So we just roll the (laughs)
1: dice and walk around the board and hope that's how you played. It's especially yeah, I find games like that. There's so many rules and it takes so sort of long to get everybody into it. That it that's the hardest sort of boundary or the barrier. Yeah. But once you get in it, though, it was really fun. Like, we just sort of... Like, the first game was a little bit trying to figure it all out. And the second game, Travis threw everything he had at us. It was not easy. Oh, um, good. But it was fun. And, like, I'm excited, though. In uh, March, my uh, the board game of Dark Souls that I kick-started will be arriving. And I'm looking forward to that game kicking all of our asses, because it will be hard. Um, I want to play that. <clears throat> I need to read up how to do it, though. I have the instruction manual already in my backpack, oh. and it's, like... 40 pages of rules, so it'll be... I mean, Jeez. Yeah, I need to read How, up on Yeah, it you so need to can, know
0: about what's going yeah. on before you get a group together. Exactly,
1: otherwise everyone's going to We get will like, fall asleep. Yeah, we'll get halfway <laughs> through the instructions and be like, all right, let's just play Jackbox instead. Yeah.
0: Hey, did you play um, Jim Henson's Labyrinth?
1: <gasps> no, I have not yet, actually.
0: Oh, my gosh. That one's so good. It's so smooth, too, the way it's set up. So the way it's set up, you... I'll play on the side of Sarah. So you could be Hoggle, Sarah, um, Sir Didymus, or who am I missing? The Big pop? guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bluto. And you're trying to get to the center of the labyrinth, which is the castle. And so Jareth is at the center. And he'll pop up on the board as you go around the board and um, roll on spaces. And there's cards and the whole bit.
1: Him with his contact juggling and bulge. He, oh, yes. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And so you want to get to the center to save Toby. It, you only have 12 hours to do it. Okay. So each turn, when everybody takes their turn, that's one hour. Okay. So it's a 12-turn so game. You, it's a 12-turn game. Nice. But, you know, in the in the movie, Jareth is a little cheater, so he turns the clock forward. Oh. So sometimes it's you don't have that many turns.
1: It's That's, really difficult. That sounds cool.
0: But here's the crazy thing. So when you get to the gates of the goblin city, then you have to fight the armies and the armies are strong. And you still you don't get like you still have to do it within the 12 or less turns or rounds. Mm. It's difficult. We played it once and we did not even get past the guards. Oh. That's how difficult it was. But it's really really, you know, well thought out. So Nice. My hat's off to that. Um, uh, any other like amazing things happening? or?
1: Well, I mean, this is not something that I accomplished, but I happened to see it today, and I watched a little bit of it. Um, I don't know if you've heard it, about this at all, but there was a a guy who was, I guess, speedrunning or just trying to complete all 714, I think, or 741. I forgot what the number is, but um, every NES game. Jeez. And uh his 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 uh Twitter name or his uh, Twitch name is The Mexican Runner because okay. he's a Mexican guy uh-huh. and he it took him over 3000 hours. It took him almost 3 years. Fuck. And um just I believe uh what day is today? I don't even know what, what the date is. The 26th yesterday I think was when he finished the, accomplished. the final game which was Super Mario Brothers 3 and um wow and yeah it took him a long time and it's done he is now the only person to like have streamed at least jeez hats played off to the mexican runner so that like, is crazy it, how did he get all the all uh, he played the a, games? he played a lot of roms i think so a lot more oh, okay. just on his computer and then um and he did play some mm-hmm. though on a, a top loader nes system and yeah. then uh, as like a sort of victory lap I guess or something after it was done they kind of did like a little thing of 10 memorable moments over the last two and a half years when he's been doing it uh-huh. um, including like games crashing and him freaking out and then uh, um, like
0: a blooper reel yeah like, <laughs> some of them and then um, that's cool
1: and then one of the things that he did afterwards was he put like a hoodie on over his face and like just pretty much blindfolded himself and did the speed bike level of Battle Toads. oh yeah blind Jeez. well i mean if you, i guess uh, he just jump 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 well it's like up down up down like he, he did it all blinded like blindfolded and so he i'm guessing though uh i don't know for sure but if he was playing battletoads enough to finish it i have no idea how many times he had to do level two to the point where he could probably just do it without looking
0: well i remember that level and it is fast and it is hard yeah
1: it's I don't want to say impossible, but it's pretty much impossible. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. Um, so yeah, yeah, good for him. It That's was, fucking awesome. Yeah, now. it was actually really, really thrilling to watch just little pieces of it. And I think a lot of his stuff is archived on Twitch.
0: I wonder if he's going to do a documentary, like a concise,
1: like little history of the three years. I don't know. It feels like there's, there's definitely an interesting story there. And it's been covered yeah. a little bit by, um, I never heard anything about it until probably the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, from... Um, the various uh, video game sites I follow—they all sort of covered about how his like nearly three-year journey is over, and um, and yeah, just and so getting to sort of watch the last like the crossing the finish line of it yeah. was really
0: really cool. I want to see that. Okay, I'm yeah. going to look that so, up. Yeah, the
1: Mexican runner
0: on Twitch. That's so cool. Yeah, it was neat. Some other really cool news: uh, Mass Effect reached gold status. Yeah. So they are ready to go. Oh my god! And they project that within the first week they're going to sell 3 million copies.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, it going multi-platform will definitely, I mean, it being multi-platform rather. Yeah. Will definitely help.
0: Yeah. 100%. That's super That's a exciting. lot of copies. Yeah.
1: Well, Neo just uh, cracked the million. Oh, okay. Which is crazy for a, what, single platform new IP known for difficulty. Yeah. Because like Dark Souls 3, I think, did 3 million across... Xbox One, PS4, and PC and uh, for and Neo to do a million as a brand new thing, uh-huh. just on PlayStation. Wow, pretty cool. That's
0: very impressive. Good for them. Awesome. Yeah, yeah and good for um, Mass Effect.
1: Oh my God, I'll have to, I, have, I have a friend who actually works on, who worked on Andromeda. And I will have to uh, oh, yeah. send him a message and congratulate him on going gold. I'm sure that's a, a relief.
0: Yes, I, I was reading an article and I said a lot of people are already taking vacations. <laughs> I was like,
1: good for them. Well, I imagine, well deserved. I imagine they were in in that yeah. you know the the crunch time sort of thing where you pretty much just live at the office for a while. Um,
0: yeah, and- cots. Because, yeah, you got to
1: get that thing done and shipped. So congratulations, team. Yeah.
0: And then my last bit of news is um, in Las Vegas, their new esports arena is opening this Friday.
1: What? They made an esports arena in Las Vegas? Yes.
0: And it's to attract a millennial crowd because, you know, Vegas is mostly for adult porn. So, (laughs) So this is to kind of have let the... Betweens and up to, like, the mid-30s, give them something to do and, you know, kind that's of smart. futz around. Have a new all-ages type thing. Yeah, and so it's going to be about uh, 200 seats in the main theater. So 200 people can watch, mm. but then they're going to have a separate viewing room full of screens, so there's going to be, you know, probably another 200 seats. Nice. So that's pretty dope. And yeah. then the first... Um, the first championship is coming up, and it's going to be the Halo World Championship, and it has a $50,000 prize. Nice. Yeah. Jeez. So, it's... So I think it's great. I mean, yeah. Vegas needs something like that, too. And, of course, the DICE Awards are in Vegas. So, mm-hmm. I think it's good for them to pick up that kind of... That niche.
1: Well, and... And, yeah, like, I've never... It's... You know, I've never really been into watching esports that much, Although, uh, at PSX this last year in December, um, a friend of mine was pretty much going because he wanted... I mean, he loves PSX anyway, and he always goes. But he wanted to see the Capcom Cup, which is the competitive Street Fighter V finalists. uh uh, Or finals. And... I had little to no interest, but I was there with him. We rode together. And I was like, sure, I'll stick around and see what the what the hubbub is. And so uh, I met with a, an old work contact, and we had a bunch of beers. And so at this point, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty happy. And um, let me tell you, the finals of that event were fucking thrilling. Mm. I And the nice thing was um, being watching it with my friend who's – way up on it he sort of like leaned over and he would tell me you know just uh strategy type stuff um keeping it like surface level but also detailed enough for me to get into it because obviously i understand fighting games like oh that's your health bar and stuff but um i didn't realize that street fighter 5 had a lot of like uh you don't have to treat your health bar as like a countdown to death. You treat it more as a resource because there are ways to sort of make it where you don't lose the full amount of health that you get hit by and stuff. Mm. It's kind of like there's a little bit. It's like a teetering. Yeah, There's a lot more Mm. like involved kind of stuff, just the way you manage your health. Um, And even then he, he gave me interesting backstories on a lot of the players and that made them human and interesting to me because they had stories
0: don't they have a queer character? They have uh, a couple. Oh, Poison's in it.
1: That's, I, I don't know anything that much about the oh, characters. Oh,
0: Poison. Okay. Poison like, is... Like
1: streets of Rage Poison? Yes.
0: Poison is one of my favorite characters because she's transgender. And she's one of the first trans characters in video games. And mm-hmm. um, she has a crazy history where when they brought her to the U.S., they made her in, I think it was the Sega Genesis version, a man. With the name Poison, and then in the U.S. version, she was just a, a hooker, I guess, <laughs> and they um, made her less sexualized. Okay. So, I'm glad the Street Fighter Five team brought her back and gave her the proper tribute that she deserves, because... Yeah she's trans she's still sexualized of course but i think all of the women in street fighter 5 are sexualized they their boobs are. are all over the fucking map yeah. in that but um she's you know a really cool character and i've i've really liked her over the years because of you know she represents my demographic and you know my people
1: well and also like one of the things that uh at she ended up being who i was rooting for during the capcom cup, really did you know um, she was trans no, the, the, no uh, not poison the character but oh. like there was a a, a a competitor ricky ortiz oh wh- whom is trans and it was yes 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 because yeah i was you're talking about because i i was surprised that like given that i'm you know, gaming, it's weird. It feels like it's either uh, very supportive or very not supportive when you start looking into, you know, kind of the Gamergate kind of, you know, the, just the the temperature is either like ice cold or boiling hot on a lot of things in in gaming. Yeah. And um, I was amazed that I'd never heard about this unbelievably kick-ass uh, trans competitor for, yeah. for Street Fighter who is totally respected and everyone loves her yeah like no one talked about and and even then uh, her uh, her career in competitive fighting games started pre-transition and so even people who have been a fan have watched her change and and she's just been largely embraced it feels at least I didn't get any idea of any negativity while I was there yeah. and um, and it's really like it was it was kind of inspiring and really uh, wonderful to see. And also, like, she she got knocked out kind of early and she ended up coming back and I think getting second place. And it Jeez, was so exciting. Like, it was it was so cool. Uh, it was a really great I, thing to I did
0: hear about that comeback, actually. Oh, that's so cool. I love it when a sister is doing it for herself. Right? She was kicking some ass. She was yes. awesome. Yes. So,
1: yeah, I think she's fascinating. Sweet. Well. So, what's the... Do what, you have a crush going on right now?
0: Oh, God. I got a... I didn't even think about a crush this week. Oh, because I got one. Okay, you tell me and I have
1: one. Well, I all did. this Street Fighter talk made me remember all about Hot Ryu. Oh. oh, man. He was a GameStop exclusive skin, but he's Ryu with a, Ryu with a beard. And, ooh, I haven't seen that. Oh, you should look him up because okay. he's lovely. Uh, yeah, Hot Ryu was a thing. He we'll have to so post unmean. him on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will post him <laughs> on and on the Instagram. Yes. Um, but yeah, ooh, Hot Ryu.
0: And... I would, ooh, no, I don't have one. Bad, hey, shame on me. I went
1: a week without one, it's okay, it happens. Shame on um, me.
0: I mean, my character that I created in the Tom Clancy Ghost Recon, she is pretty fucking hot. <laughs> of course, she's supposed to look like me, so I hope she's hot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this, this, this coming week is gonna be really exciting, because um, just, uh, well, by the time this is out, Horizon will be Horizon Zero Dawn will be available, and I imagine you will be playing it by the time this is out. Yes, one hundred. Um, and then Friday is the release of the Nintendo Switch, and you're going to be all over that. Oh yeah!
0: So we're gonna have lots of news next week.
1: Seriously, and also yeah. later tonight, I'm gonna go see Get Out, which I was hoping to see before this because I wanted to talk about it. But mm. Todd and I made a point to to make a plan to see it this weekend before anyone could really ruin it for us because we've just heard such amazing things and at this point it is... So it has
0: good feedback.
1: Right now it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes and there are 136 critic reviews and all of them are positive. Okay. Then it's a go. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about it. And right now I feel rude. I've been looking at my phone throughout this entire recording. You're trying to find out what time to see the movie, aren't you? No, the Oscars are happening right now. Oh, yeah. And so I've been watching the Oscar wins come in because oh, I was kind of curious, any, like, what's anybody happening? Anybody
0: in particular that sounds good so far? Um,
1: the, the coolest thing that's happened is that Mahershala Ali won Best Supporting Actor for Moonlight. Oh, nice. Good. Um, and uh, one of the more upsetting things is that uh, Suicide Squad now has an Academy Award, and like Wait, so many movies for do the not makeup huh? for makeup, which is fine, but it's weird to think of Suicide I Squad met, as an Academy Award-winning movie.
0: Yeah, I met the makeup team a couple weeks ago at this Matt Cosmetics event with Makeup Magazine because nice. I'm a makeup artist, so I do a lot out of you know things like that and. Yeah, so I really wanted the uh, makeup artist from the dressmaker to win because I love the the way they look in um, that film. Kate Winslet it looks so beautiful in it, but,
1: but yeah, the um, special
0: effects are good too. And
1: like, it, uh, <laughs> Zootopia took best animated feature. I was hoping for Kubo, but uh, Zootopia was great. Okay, yeah, um, I and, didn't see Kubo. Oh, it's so good. I I love anything that like a that. Uh, studio makes. Yeah. So, um, right now it's, uh looks like it's becoming the La La Land show uh-huh. because they've won for uh, production design and cinematography, music written for motion picture score, and uh, achievement in music written for motion picture's original song. Uh, it did not win for original screenplay. That lost to uh, Manchester by the Sea.
0: Well, here's the thing. I saw La La Land and I liked it. It is not an amazing movie. Like in my opinion, it's not as epic as everybody, all the critics say it is. It's good. It's a good movie. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie at any point, but it's not great.
1: Well, I left the theater feeling, you know, like I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I don't think it deserves, I don't think it deserved to uh, sort of tie a record holder for the most Academy Award nominations. Yeah. Um, And I would love to see, um, something else win Best Picture this year. I, w- I would love to see, like Moonlight would be amazing yeah, to win that'd Best be Picture. So cool. It'd also be really great to see uh, even like a rival kind of like just a, a genre a picture. sci-fi would be cool yeah, to have a, To have a genre picture take it would be great because um, Todd and I have talked about this. Uh, La La Land is as good as it was and as much as we did like it. Um, a lot of people are making it sound like we haven't had a musical worth a damn in the last decade. And that's totally wrong, we've had a ton like yeah. musicals are not quite as rare as we all tend to want to make them to be mm-hmm. to make them that special um which you know yeah i liked it but um yeah and I, i'm no, a I huge
0: musical buff i i mean every day i listen to musicals and it was good yeah and but it was and it was fun and the only la la land song i have in my playlist is the the Stars or the, you know. City of Stars. City of stars one. That's the only one because I was like, oh, the other ones are okay.
1: Well, and um, there's a, a podcast I listen to called Song Exploder that takes a usually popular music song and disassembles it and talks about the process in which they use to make it. Mm-hmm. And um, they did a couple of them for award nominated sort of stuff where they examined how the score of Arrival was made, mm-hmm. which was fascinating because it's a huge amount of um, sort of uh, technical wizardry that went into that. Um, They Mm -hmm. did the audition song from La La Land.
0: I did like that one. Which is the one. That was really good. I think it's
1: the one song that was performed live uh, Mm. as they shot it. Um, And um, it was really interesting hearing how that was built or how that was made. And then they also covered Moonlight, which I had no idea the approach that they did to the score for that. It's really cool. They used sort of the chopped and screwed remix technique to, Uh. to evolve the music throughout the movie. It's, it's, Really great to hear the composer give um, a little behind the curtain on that one because I didn't think about the music in that way. And when you think about how thoughtful it was, yeah, it's really pretty cool. It's Um, amazing
0: the stories behind the stories. Yeah, and so yeah,
1: yeah, I've been watching like Moonlight just one adapted screenplay, which is great. Oh, sweet. Um but Fred. yeah, I, I was hoping we'd have like a best picture winner by the end of this recording, but it's Well,
0: not yeah, it's I mean, they're <laughs> supposed to go till 9, which means they'll go till 9:30. That's usually how it goes. So Yeah.
1: So, about an hour left. Yeah. yeah. thank you Well, that's uh yeah, I think that's all I got right now.
0: Yeah, well, thank you so much for tuning in. Um you can follow me at Sachin the Dream on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitch and watch me play some games at Satine, my first name. And,
1: and you can find me on Twitter at Fast Danger. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitch at Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can find the cast at Bit Diff Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's B I T D I F F P O D C A S T.
1: And you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, yeah, so far we're sticking to it. We got new episodes every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. So, yeah, please rate and comment in iTunes and also now on Google Play.
0: Yes, we're on Google Play. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> yeah. I got to put that on there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and,
1: and uh, yeah, tell a tell a friend. Recommend us if you think mm-hmm. they would enjoy uh, hearing a, uh, you know, our our perspective on things so
0: yeah and if you have any um buddy that or any questions that you would like us to bring up or any games you would like us to talk about or Mm. people you might want us to see us talk to on the cast because
1: yeah it looks like guest stars are probably coming soon yeah i would say so yeah um if there's anyone that you think we should be talking to or also yeah any games that we're not talking about that you think we need to know about yeah because um, I try to keep my finger on the pulse but uh, yeah Rob's like the wizard of gaming but there's all sorts of shit that just sort of comes out and I never play like that cat collecting game it took me months right <laughs> yeah but now look at me I'm a regular
0: cat lady and I'm a, now a Nidhog fan right so <laughs> alright well thank you so much and chowsies bye <laughs>